So let's just get this out of the way. The first couple of weeks of January have been uh, crazy as hell. Insurgents on the Capitol, um, people betraying their country. It's actually quite disgusting. But I do want you to remember that um, things can only get better if you affect change. And I think what you're seeing right now is a party that knows that things will be different. Things are about to change forever. We are not going back to the Jim Crow days. I'm sorry. And if you don't like it, then this is not the right country for you. But we're not standing for the disgusting behavior anymore. People's true colors are showing. Look at your friends. Look at your pastors. Look at your uh, your teachers. Look at the people in your life. Because it's way past just a preference of I'm a conservative, I'm a Democrat, because my thing is, it's not about parties, it's about our country, it's about coming together as a people, and leading us into the future. The great thing is, by the time this episode drops, maybe it'll be six more days before we flip that switch, and I flip, flip, and we get a new administration in there, and it's important, because we have to keep growing and building as a nation to get where the to even taste the possibility of where we could possibly possibly be. You know what I'm saying? I feel like we took a step back and now it's time to take five steps forward. Side note to the Democrats. And we're going we gonna to say this and we're going to move on. While you have the power, get what you need to get done and start preparing for 2024. Because the storm on the Capitol, if that's the energy they bring into 2024, y'all got to be ready. Y'all got to be ready to have your people in play and have some millennial power, some young people that can lead a fresh take on the Democratic Party. It's time. All right. So now that that's done, so we don't have to talk about that the rest of the show. Let's start the show for show. All right. Tap in. Respectfully. It feels so good to be back. Hold on. Archie, baby. Listen, it feels so good to be back with you all again. Like, you know, I feel a change that has um, 
come over the world. It's like it's a little lighter. I mean, you know what I'm saying? But maybe that's just my perspective. You know what I'm saying? I feel great. And I hope that you feel great, too. And although there is still Panera Bread outside, I know <laughs> that you're going to take this year by the reins and you will not be controlled by it. It's time to move smarter, work harder and accomplish your goals. Anyway, so glad to be back. And unless you've been living under a rock or you should be on Clubhouse by now. And if you're not sure what Clubhouse is, I can think of one thing that kind of sums it up. And I disagree. So that is a phrase you will hear if you get on Clubhouse. Clubhouse is an amazing app. Um, It's great for networking. It's really, really cool. Um, I was introduced to it by my good friend, CJ. You can follow him on Instagram at the amazing C Stew, um, up and coming actor, um, trained overseas. And he's back in New York doing his thing. So hit him up. Any opportunities, paid opportunities, pay my boy. He's worth it and um, really, really cool. But anyway, he introduced me to the app. And, um, and as soon as I got on, I said, wow, this is a really cool app. You know what I'm saying? This is a cool way to interact with people, uh, get to know people, know what their brands are and just what they do. You know what I'm saying? As um, as a person that's into a lot of things, it's just great to meet other people who are about their business and want to do great things. Right. Well, a few days into the app, I started to realize this is more of a cap house and a cloud house. People are on there chasing, I don't even want to say it's fame or notoriety, but maybe just a presence that they never held before. You know what I'm saying? Imagine if all the people who never raised their hand in class to read a paragraph got a platform to finally just say what's ever been in their mind. And you just start to realize that everybody doesn't really need that platform. You know what I'm saying? Because they're leading the ho- the horses to water, but it's really... um ever clear if that makes sense and it's wild as fuck so you got to be careful with what you're leading people to but on the flip side there is a lot of great ways you can network build your brand have people know about you it's really really dope and as a podcaster which that is one one aspect of what i do it's great to connect with people i've got interviews lined up you know one of my favorite things to do is meet with up and coming people it's always great to meet with people before they get the limelight you know what i'm saying The best thing about seeing Nicki Minaj for five dollars in college was that there was that hunger, right? There was that authentic self, you know what I'm saying? Where it's like, you know, I need this show because I'm not going to eat. I love that hunger in people. And that's what I see a lot on Clubhouse. But I do also see a lot of capping. I see a lot of um, a lot of clout, even from celebrities. You know, one thing about this pandemic that is interesting is that celebrities have been clamoring for the attention and the fame and clubhouse gives them that because there are no red car- carpets no more grammys is pushed back to march in la so it's like mm, you know what i'm saying i don't really think the game goes to bed or you know what i'm saying um somebody asks does jason lee go to bed and I, I don't think they do but you have to understand they have powerful brands and by being on there all the time with you all who never go to bed um y'all are putting money in their pockets and keeping them relevant which is really, really dope. Um, But I realized that people have a power dynamic issue. You know what I'm saying? The green bean, respectfully. Hey, give me a green bean. Like, they really, you know what I'm saying? If I want some green beans, I go in the kitchen, you know what I'm saying? And open up a can. I got peas in there. I got lima beans. I got seasoned lima beans, which are really good. I got brought, like, I can go get me a green bean. I don't need a green bean to feel important. You know what I'm saying? Um, because sometimes when those people get the green bean in clubhouse, they just want to take over your room. But really more than that, they want the power dynamic. 
know what I'm saying? To people who have no power at all, this app has given them the power they need. And um, it's quite, quite interesting, I will say. But if you um hopefully get invited, come on and just meet like-minded people. The greatest thing is you can kind of set up your hallway how you want it to be. I've been in some really, really dope um you know conversations with people. I've been meeting a lot of dope people. Um, so if you use it for the right thing, uh, it can be amazing. There's um there's workshops, there's groups. Um, they even had a Dream Girls auditions, the Wiz auditions, which. <laughs> <laughs> which um you know what I'm saying anytime you listen to a bunch of people singing it's always an interesting time as um as a singer myself it is um is interesting and when I say singer not like oh you know what I'm saying not one of like no really I used to travel um used to work for it but I I don't know I think when as you get older you realize you can't do everything um all at once so it was one of those things that I put to the side but I love I love singing with my friends I love just um listening to people I love harmonies I love when people get together one of my favorite things is like get six people like pull six people together and just get that harmony going and let one person lead or you alternate leads you know what I'm saying and it's just uh all you need is a tenor one tenor two bass baritone one alto one soprano and even somebody who can do you might even get a mezzo up in there it's just a really good time riff and just um kick it. It can be pitch perfect, but black and how it should have been. You know what I'm saying? But Clubhouse is really dope. I encourage you to download it if you don't have it. Um, And then hopefully you're on somebody's wait list. So they don't have to use their invite or they can bring you in. Um, Also, um, I got to say this because um, y- y'all, please listen. Your nudes are worth more than $5. I promise you. I promise you, it's worth more than 20 You know what I'm saying? Some people get thousands of dollars for their nudes. You know what I'm saying? And I know we, I know we in a Panasonic. But, <laughs> listen, you can't be showing your nudes for $5 on Clubhouse, baby. Where does that lead you? You know what I'm saying? That's no, that's no better than having sex in the Motel 6 and getting bit by bedbugs. Which, you know, we've covered before. We've talked about that. You know how I feel about the Motel 6. You know how I feel. I'm not judging it, but I'm judging. Yeah, I'm, I'm not judging, but I'm judging because out of all the hotels. But anyway, um, just have some standards for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Have your standards, some standards for yourself because it's important. It really, really is. Um, so, yeah, but enjoy Clubhouse. It is amazing. It's a great opportunity for you to um, impact whatever change you want. And that's what it's really all about. So we're going to take a quick break and we're going to get back and we're going to try to figure out why it is y'all so worried about Lori Harvey. Let that lady thought in peace. All right. We'll be right back. In my day, we used to have a sin. No romance <laughs> without finance. Now, hold on there, Freckles. You got to have a little bit more faith in these young kids today. Times are different from when you and I was out here. Doing our thing. Now, hand me about four or five little biscuits. I show him on. Ah, Vesta, what is your line of business? Unemployment line. I'm a painter. I'm an artiste. Oh, really? From what school? Jacob Lawrence, Bearden. Uh, kitchen walls and sinks and shit like that. Oh my God, crayons and finger paints. Wait a minute, Mommy. You, you're being unfair. We worked hard to. To get where we are today. 
I bet you had the whole lot of rabbits just to make ends meet. I beg your pardon. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I knew I knew you. Damn it to hell, I knew your face was for me to me. Man, back in the day, your wife just sucked the meanest. Uh, well, I know you know you're a lucky man. You scum sucking son of a bitch. That's my whole you talk- uh, My wife, you talking. And if you don't know what movie that's from, whew. Like, how do you, how can you even call yourself an exchanger? How can you even call yourself a black, or I'm not going to say a black person, because you know everyone might not have seen it. It is the third installation of a movie, but it is required watching, even though I prefer the first two. I don't know. You know, some people say the one and the three, but anyway, go figure it out um, and then message me once you figure it out, I guess, or not. You know, how about I just tell you House Party 3, you know? One of my favorites. But anyway, um, I digress. So Lori Harvey and Michael B. Jordan um, announced their relationship to the world in some of the best filters I've ever seen in life. Some great photography. Um, it was really, really awesome. You know what I'm saying? And it got people in an uproar. You know what I'm saying? One of our earlier um, episodes, we discussed, um, I think it's, is it Love and WAP? Yeah, I think it was Love and WAP. We discussed, um, society's problem with a woman being free, um, and in herself, right? You know what I'm saying? And we challenged the narrative upon that. But honestly, I'm gonna tell you, I gotta give it to this Lori Harvey. She's playing the game right. But I just want people to remember that when people with the hue of skin that we have do something, you always going to get the derogatory end of the stick um, first. And that's just how it is, unfortunately. I, it's not right. Like like Whitney Houston said, it's, it's not right. But I guess it's going to be okay. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, you don't know what that young lady is doing. Yes, Trey Songs, Diddy, Diddy's son, Future, Michael B. Jordan. Um, we don't We don't know. I mean, we don't know if she's left with these people. What makes her a hoe? You know what I'm saying? What makes people say, you know, and I get it, it's the father and the son thing, but we don't know if she slept with Diddy and her son. We know future hit because that's just his repertoire. That's his thing. That's his, you know, you, you that's you just going to have to, you know. But do I believe Lori and um, Michael B. Jordan's relationship is real? Hell no. Hell no. Nah. It's about as real as Burger King chicken nuggets. 10 nuggets for $1.99. You trust that? I don't know. And exactly. But I do think that they look great together. Great images. Um, you know, but I think it's great for their brand. Um, I'm glad because I didn't want Michael B. Jordan to be caught with the Sammy Davis Jr. Um, situation. You know, when he was dating the actress, the white actress, Kim Novak, if I'm not mistaken, which basically just put it into his career. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, um, because it was too much. I think it was the moment that reminded him, like, you black. And you know what? Sometimes you need those moments. You need moments to remind you that you're black. Now, if they have found true happiness with each other, then great. Do I think it's real? Nah. Because I'm going to tell you, at 24 years old, okay, 24, rich, um, didn't, go to, didn't go to college because didn't need to. Um, but most 24-year-olds, you're just figuring yourself out. As a man or a woman, you're definitely hoeing. And if you're not, if you're, I know because some of y'all on the line, y'all tell me y'all are goody two shoes and y'all ain't never smoke and y'all ain't never drink and all y'all draws is white and, um, and you know, and when y'all shit, butterflies come out. So 
y'all sit to the side for a minute, but most typical people in their mid-20s are enjoying life. We're going out, we're having fun, we're hopping in and out of lifts, this party, next party, that you're you're having fun. So what will a man that's at a 30, almost 34-year-old stage of life have in common with a 24-year-old? I don't know. I'll tell you what, I know she's not a, I don't think she's a Gemini, but she almost has Gemini tendencies because we get bored quickly. We're intrigued in for the moment. And if you can hold our attention, we'll be loyal for life. But she's having a good time. Let the girl have a good time. What she's battling is, is when you move like a Kardashian, but the hint of your skin is caramel, you're just going to be called a hoe. It, it, it's just, it's sad. It really is sad. But it's helping both of them. He's getting ready. He's shedding that image of black man who only likes to um, play hide to pickle with white women. And she gets to shed the, oh, she hopped from this dick to that dick. They both are winning in this situation. You know what I'm saying? But, um, you know, they, I don't get I don't get real relationship vibes. But this is a, it's a good opportunity for both of them. And I think more of you should do that. You know what I'm saying? You can. You know, if it's a mutual uh, benefit for both of you, why not? You know what I'm saying? Beautiful pictures, beautiful gowns, you know what I'm saying? And um, great pictures. I mean, really, really good. I mean, really good pictures. Like like they're about to drop a love EP or something. I mean, really good pictures. And I will go ahead and, um, and explain. I know one girl was asking um, in Clubhouse, she was like, um, why are people so invested in um, in celebrities' um, business and stuff? Well, I said, number one, people have been in the house all year. So the fact that people are hopping in and out of planes and dating and stuff, they get to live through that. Plus, if you've always wanted to date multiple people every year or date, you know, change up who you're dating every six to nine months, this is you get to live through that. You know what I'm saying? You get to have an experience and people love living vicariously through others. You know what I'm saying? Like that's like old heads who don't go to school. They love seeing the younger generation going to school. People who gave up on their dreams with singing, dance, they love to see the the new generation come up. And you know what I'm saying? Even like um one thing I was thinking about recently is breakdancing. Like, you know, we people we know breakdancing still exists, but I would love to see a resurgence of breakdancing, tap dancing, all those things. I mean, don't let them die, you know what I'm saying? Bring it back. And I think people like to they're living through them. And so it excites them. It's you know, it takes their um their thoughts off this pandemic that we're in still in you know what i'm saying um and through that they get to be like oh okay wow i wish i lived that life right some you know it's so exciting for people so don't fault people for that it gives people something to talk about and you know what if if talking about Lori harvey and um and michael b jordan's relationship helps a person um maybe laugh once a day when they weren't laughing or um you know gets them out the house to sit on the sidewalk and be like oh you heard of if that's what it's helping do, then that's amazing. Because, you know what I'm saying? People been in the house all year, sad and all kind of shit. So much didn't happen. You got people storming the Capitol, but we ain't talking about that no more. Um, <laughs> it's so much going on. So when it's dark days, you do want to have a beacon of light and of hope. You know what I'm saying? When two caramel people get together, bomb tings, bomb tings. So um, that's all I got on that. Let people... let Listen, there's a song you know at in the song that call fuck and be free so let people do that let people just enjoy their moment you know what i'm saying don't rain on everybody's parade you know what i'm saying come on let people have their moment 
real or not. Um, and, um, you know, and just listen, you'll, there'll be plenty more moments for you to talk about soon, but let them have the little moment for right now. All right. We're going to take one more break and we'll be back to discuss why people love to revive shows and not bring everybody back. I think you're making a mistake. All right. We'll be back. Action to Kim Cattrall telling Piers Morgan that you were never friends, just colleagues. I uh, just heartbroken. I mean, that whole week, you and I spoke yeah. about it endlessly because I was just, I don't know, I was really, I don't know, I found it very upsetting because that's, you know, that's not the way I recall our experience. See them. Um, the common ground that we had was the series, and the series is over. Um, so that was about a couple of years ago. That was uh, Sarah Jessica Parker um, and Kim Cattrall basically explaining why they don't fuck with each other. And Kim Cattrall don't fuck with none of them. You know what I'm saying? Um, and she basically was explaining that she never say never, but is never coming back. Um, anyway, a few days ago, Sarah, Je- Sarah Jessica Parker. Why keep fucking that up? I think it's the three things. You know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> But anyway, SJP said, uh, released a little video. I'm on IG that let us know that um, in, that the name of the series will be and just like that. Basically, I guess, chronicling the girls um, in their 50s. Um, but here I'm going to say this, you know, what I'm saying. And for people that are major fans, because my thing is, it was a worldwide phenomenon. It's, even if you've seen one episode or a few episodes, I remember how, how I got into actually binging the show was um, I remember how it was one night like back in the back in the days um e would play the episodes in the middle of the night and i said what the i mean this is very nuanced you know i'm particularly not into uh new york city new york city set shows that don't show black people but it was interesting to see the caucasian trials of um you know but it was pretty cool but anyway that's how i got into the show and i think i suggest you check it out too great panoramic panera bread tv show for you to get into i promise you but anyway they're bringing the show back um, and she will not be a part of it. Listen, there was a show. I don't know if y'all have ever seen it. I don't know how you couldn't, but it's called The Golden Girls. The show ran for a long time, similar to Sex in the City. And then Dorothy Spornak, um, a.k.a., you know, uh, the lead uh, character, decided to opt um, out out of the show, you know what I'm saying? And leave the show. They had this grand episode where she got married and she left. Um, and her name is of course B. Arthur, you know, but I call her Dorothy Spornak because that's her character. But anyway, um, and she left. But they decided they wanted to continue. And they do decided to do uh Rose, Blanche, Sophia, um gonna buy this hotel and it's become the golden um palace, right? The show tanked. You wanna know why? Because there is a chemistry, fake or not. You know what I'm saying? They said B. Arthur was beefing with um, with uh, Betty White. But the thing is, that's what an actor does. Create the chemistry where I'm selling you this shit. It's so real right now that you believe it. So here's what they're going to have to do. It's a few options. Look, look at me telling them what to do like I'm on the team. But shit, they should put me on the team. Now listen, HBO. If you are to take any of this advice, just cut me a simple check. I won't complain, but this advice, I hope you heed it and understand, although people are excited, they're excited because number one, we've been in the house all year from freaking March till now, 
So anything new, anything that reminds people of a good old time, they're going to be excited for it. But that does not equal to weekly watchers. That does not equal to even bingeable watchers. Okay. Also, the Kim, the three girls without Kim Cattrall is like, you know, it's it just the chemistry will be off. But I also say you can do one or two. Please do not kill her off. I'm not going to say you can do one or two things, but I'm going to say, please do not kill her off. Please don't do that. And that's why I'm so upset with Kim Cattrall for not, you know what I'm saying? Even if she, like, she should come back for one more movie, just like, and establish your legacy and be like, look, let's just close out this chapter of Samantha or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Or maybe, like I said, I think it would have been dope to do a separate um show of her living someplace, maybe another country, and her meeting even three new girls and picking up, um, doing her own thing and then connecting with them on a cell phone from time to time. But anyway, don't kill her off. I would actually even attack the issue head on and be like, um, like that y'all beefing or whatever. And that sometimes friendships end or whatever, like attack it head on because you don't want the awkwardness. Like how these girls go from hanging and chilling with this girl for like 20 years or whatever to not fucking with her at all. And it's just a three y'all. Also, if you do bring in a fourth person, they listen. They cannot be. I guess they could be white. The only person I think they could bring in that would make sense would be Sharon Stone, but that would be too much. Like right. Um, I say bring in Audra McDonald, Angela Bassett, or even Lynn Whitfield. And let me tell you why I think I would love Lynn Whitfield to be introduced and maybe like a fashion maven who becomes wrapped up and becomes friends or becomes maybe like a. I think it'd be dope because number one, Lynn Whitfield can act her ass off. Lynn Whitfield can bring any type of dynamic you need to like, can't you picture Lynn Whitfield, the vibe she gave in Thin Line Between Love and Hate? Can't you picture that as the fourth member on, you know what I'm saying? It's been time. It's been time to shake up, some, add some little color and some spice to a little Sex in the City show. You know what I'm saying? So I would love to see, um, again, maybe my top two would be Angela Bassett and Lynn Whitfield. But I think Lynn Whitfield could really pull off that sex appeal we need. You know what I'm saying? I could, I, you know, I could picture Lynn Whitfield, you know, with, you know, salt and pepper, dating men with salt and pepper in their hair and having night callers and living in a real fancy building. You know what I'm saying? Just luxury. Just, you know, I'm paying pelvis, pelvis, all that stuff and just moving and, and silk sheets. You know what I'm saying? I see all that. So y'all could do that, HBO. You know what I'm saying? Y'all haven't started production yet. Number one, it's not too late to try and um pay Kim Cattrall whatever the fuck she wants to come back. Don't y'all don't bring this show back. What's the we didn't ask for this? Get Kim Cattrall's ass online one now. And Kim Cattrall, I'm not done with your ass neither. How dare you give them an opportunity to write the narrative and make it seem like you're the reason that it's only going to be like you're it makes it come off as you being the prom child. And I get that as a person who's beef with people in the past and everyone's like, oh, Xavier, you need to work it out. You need. I'm like, fuck y'all. But. I would never give people an opportunity to write the story that I've worked on or a character I've played so long. Nah, I'm coming back. And here's the stipulation of my contract. Here's how shit's going to go. Um, I need a new story arc where my character goes off and she spends some or he spends some time. Oh, wait, that that's how you do it. Kim, you let them know, like, all right, if it's coming back for 10 episodes, I'm only fucking with them for two. The other eight have me in Florida or have me in Miami or have me someplace establishing a new agency or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Do what you got to do. 
But I honestly hope that y'all reconsider bringing this show back without either bringing in Lynn Whitfield or Angela Bassett as a fourth character or Sharon Stone or getting Kim Cattrall's ass back in the cast. Um, That's about it, y'all. Um, I will recommend you also check out Bridgerton. What a really dope show. I love to see that Queen Charlotte was represented the way she's supposed to be, which is a multi-ethnic black woman. I love that. I just love, you know, I just love good TV. I mean, that was a good TV show. Wow. I mean, it's not even a TV show. It's a Netflix show, you know what I'm saying? But ABC, that could have, ABC, that could have been your show. Damn, you fucked it up. ABC, what? ABC, I know y'all, I know y'all sick. That could have been y'all show on y'all network. Y'all could have had another number one hit. Damn, y'all. So check out Bridgerton. Again, like I said, really dope show. Also, there's a show called Best Leftovers that I've been really getting into. So check that out too. And in your free time, rewatch P-Valley because it's even better a second time around. That's all I got, y'all. Oh, don't forget to follow me um, on uh, my personal, which is Xavier Jante. Don't forget to follow the podcast, Verbal Exchange Pod. Don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe and tell your friends. Like I said, we are one big happy family. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm so glad to be back. Season two, y'all. We did it. And if you know how this podcast started, then you know we've come a long way. Sound and all. So we are back. And I'm so excited to still have you here. I'm so excited to see that how the numbers were while we were gone on break. Germany, Puerto Rico, listen, it's, it's so many other countries. But when I say like, I love y'all. The the support that y'all show me, um, it's just amazing. I can't believe there are people in other countries that want to listen to Verbal Exchange. It's just one of the most humbling things ever. Um, you know what I'm saying? And if I could leave you with this, two things. Um, number one, you can include other people in your vision. But if they can't see the big picture, then sometimes you do have to paint that picture alone. That does not make you a loner and don't allow people to make you think that you're a loner. It just means that the picture that you see for yourself, the vision you want to see is not in alignment with theirs. And that's okay. Number two, get paid your worth. You might wait a while. You might have to say no to a lot of opportunities that you really want to say yes to, but get paid your worth. Because if once you start accepting less than your worth, you can't climb back up. And I can honestly say that I'm grateful that I've been in situations where I've never had to be like, you know, um, you know, fuck y'all or whatever, because y'all, you know, y'all are degrading me or, or not paying me my worth. But I do know people that have been in that situation who feel like um, exposure is um, better than the pay. And sometimes it is. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes exposure, is, if you need that more than you need the pay, then great. But never allow a person to not pay your worth. If you do something really amazing, then you get cut the check. You know what I'm saying? Cut the check. You know what I'm saying? That's the, and I just want to leave you with that. And I thank you all, as always, continue to look out for yourself and each other. And until we see each other again next week, season two, a verbal exchange, baby. I'm so excited. I'm I'm so excited to be back with you all. I'm so excited for what we got in the future. We got merch coming. We got keychain. Listen, look, it's an experience. All right. I'll catch y'all later. Peace.
what you came for. I came for.